0: start the episode i
1: mean what else are we doing
0: all right hello and welcome to codec call z targeting's uh somewhat semi-regular video game podcast i'm luke and tonight i'm joined by dakota
1: what's going on man i think we should just say a podcast just a podcast it's oh. a podcast i like that <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you stop trying to put a timing on it because we're never going to hit that timing. So we might as well just stop now. We'll get, we'll, we'll get better. We'll get better. But um, yeah, no promises. Yeah.
0: So um, Dakota, I've got two questions for you. Are you, are, are you drinking anything? And if so, what are you drinking? I am uh,
1: drinking chock full of nuts coffee. There's no nuts in it. Oh, just, nice. No, I, I like their yeah. stuff. Yeah, dude, dude, it's the best been drinking this for like three years now it's the best the sad part is is, go ahead it's nothing like crazy
0: it's not like super gourmet single origin whatever but like it's it's just solid
1: you know right that's old reliable that's that's why yeah it's a good like whenever you're ready for coffee coffee it's like you don't have to go i mean oh okay you i don't have to go anywhere for it but if somebody wants to, then that's that's fine by me if you want to drive to Walmart and pick some up. But, uh, yeah, it's not something – you're not paying an arm and a leg for it. It's just – it's good coffee. It's not gourmet. It's just this is what you woke up for. Drink it. Shut up. So there's that. Um, playing. I hope you're sitting down for this. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> – <so, laughs> I just have the image of you standing up podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I beat, uh, oh, shit. Uh, I beat Control. Nice. Um, yeah, that, I beat that uh, last week, maybe. Um, God dang yeah. Okay, so that's a really good game. Really good game. It falls off in the middle, though. It will I'm not going to say the middle. I'm going to say it falls off at the end. Like, it just gets to be a drag. You're just going around shooting everything. And, like, you just want to stop. Just, I, I'm done. Just let me beat you and be done. But it gets really dumb because it's, like, checkpointing system is terrible. God, awful. So, like, the last like boss, I'm not going to reveal what the last boss is. Don't worry. But I'm going to tell you that the way that you battle is like, I mean, the way that you fight it is that you're like running around this like circle platform. Right. And once you get to a certain part in the battle, it decides that you need to now jump, like you need to levitate up to an upper portion of the same level. And then that outside section Each section will levitate. So there's three sections. You're in the center at the beginning. And then the first section will levitate, will like lift up. So it'll be higher. It'll go up. You have to levitate up to that higher spot, kill everything up there do like another little checkpointing thing and then it'll raise up the second platform and then the third platform and they each go up a little bit higher so you have to levitate from one higher up to the next one higher up to the next one higher up to the next one right okay i've died on the last like level of this of these like three levels i died on the last portion of it i just like i just couldn't kill them all they came out of nowhere they killed me whatever And it starts you all the way then at the very beginning of the level of the entire, like, scenario to where then you have to go back and you have to shoot everything in the center again and then go up to the first one, shoot everything, go up to the second one, shoot everything, go up to the third one. And the levitating controls, like, to levitate, to, like, fly to the next place, they're not very good. They're terrible, actually. And because they're terrible, it – like going to the next level, I missed it like seven times, and every time I missed it, I would die and have to start the entire battle all over again. If you're gonna have that many, if you're gonna have that many like sections to a battle, you need to let it auto save or checkpoint itself after each one. <sighs> so there's that. Um, the next thing, do you have anything to say about that? Um. Uh, no, it's just
0: frustrating. Like I think game design has come a long way that checkpointing and auto saving and this kind of stuff, developers make it very user friendly for people with like real lives and stuff. So it's frustrating when we go back to the way things were on right. Instances. Thank
1: you. Okay. So then I started, um, to like calm down from that a little bit. I've started playing rocket league and rocket league's great. Rocket League is great. The issue is that I think I broke my controller from it because like gripping it and like trying to go just a little bit faster by pushing in the button, the trigger just a little bit more. You end up breaking your controller. Um, So they still both of them still work. Well, I have three. All three of them still work. However, I can feel like a side piece of it breaking off, which I have like it makes me really question the Xbox controllers like quality because i i never had this issue this issue with i still use my playstation 3 controllers and none of them have this issue why am i having an issue after less than a year with one of my xbox controllers like the one that i'm using it's less than a year old i shouldn't be having this issue so there's that um rocket league is great though uh game number 3 um i started playing resident evil 2 remake Yep, sorry, I don't mind doing that. Um, yeah, I uh, beat. Well, I beat the game. I played Leon's campaign, and then I played Claire's campaign. Um, I kind of have the same issues as I did with control. Like, I, did you ever play RE2? Uh, no, I, uh, okay. the remake,
0: uh, the original. No, the remake. I played about an hour. Okay, in okay. Leon's campaign.
1: Well, the final boss is kind of a. Do you know about the final boss? Because I don't want to say it if you don't if you don't know it. Uh, yeah, I think you can spoil it. Okay, all right. So I'm not gonna say who you fight. I'm just gonna say how it goes. You fight on um on an elevator, a really really small like lift platform elevator, and the entire time you're just trying to unload as many rounds into this boss until until the timer runs out essentially and i don't know it's all fine and dandy but being stuck on that small platform for that long i just i don't i hate whenever games Put, try to put you into a smaller room they make you do the same thing as you did all the other times except now every time that you do this it gets smaller and smaller and smaller that's stupid it's an awful mechanic no game should ever do it it's just dumb I, it just annoys me i think that's a really bad game design you shouldn't do the same thing progressive like multiple times but your way of increasing the difficulty is by making the room or whatever you're on or in smaller each time you do it. You battle the same person over and over or the same boss over and over, but this – every time that you do it, it just gets smaller and smaller. That's dumb.
0: Yeah, so that's cheap design.
1: Yes. Um, so the final boss – because like you, you only fight – the boss that you fight, you, you fight him multiple times. I'm sure you know who it is. If you don't, Sorry. Um, I'm not saying who it is, but but, um, you fight the same boss like three times, I guess you could say, and you don't really – because it's only three times, you don't really notice that it's just getting smaller until you get to that last one and you realize, oh crap, I have no room to run now. So, like, every time that you try to run away, his reach, because his reach is pretty far, his reach grabs you every time. And it that just it just annoys me. But overall, god, that game is gorgeous. Uh, looks really good. Um, plays really well. Um, I mean, I think that they did an amazing job updating it, but they should have reworked some of the fights is what I should i'm gonna say that's why i think that's what i'm sticking to um so then i played that um and now i started last night i started um the outer worlds
2: okay
1: i don't know how i mean i i got like i i maybe played an hour of that so i can't speak too intelligently on that um i don't know if i'm gonna stick with it though because Really? I have a lot of yeah. I, it's just because I have a lot of games in my backlog, and I know that that's a long one. So that's no, why I. No, dude, it's only like twenty hours. Time out. Okay. <laughs> no, because no, by that assumption. Uh. Fallout 3 is only like 20 hours, but it's 20 hours if you only do the main quest. And we all know nobody does just the main quest, maybe some people. But, but everyone I, was complaining when the game came out that it was too short. The, everybody was complaining that the main campaign was too short, not that the that the side quests were too short. Hmm. The, or th- that's my assumption because everybody on Giant Bomb said that it was like – that. Uh, I think Brad spent like 50, uh, 80 hours on it. And still hasn't beat it because you can you can take it a lot of ways. I mean, there's a lot of side quests. So, I mean, dude, like, no joke. I played an hour. My entire side quest thing is like I probably have 10 side quests. No joke i mean granted they all kind of like intertwine within each other and like i have a choice to either do them one way or just say screw it and kill everybody you know so like it's one of those cheap side quests but that's not my point i just don't know if i want to spend the time on that or if i want to do something else on game pass for instance because that's on game pass um i also have because i kind of want to play um May cry this is kind of a discussion for you and me, for the record. Um, I don't know where to go next because I wanted to play Pokemon, but Pokemon is kind of like as you find time, like you have a good ten minutes battle a couple of times. Um, so, like, I don't consider Pokemon to really be like one of the ones I have to beat. you know? If
0: you just sit there and just grind for like an hour, it just gets so boring. So it it, it or. I don't want to say an hour, but like three hours, like it's tough to play Pokemon for like three, four hours. Right.
1: And because it's a Game Boy game, well, okay, it's not a Game Boy game now, but it is still set up like a Game Boy game. It's designed for you to jump in, play a little bit, jump out. And so I don't consider that like something that you have to like, you don't have to dedicate a lot of time to, you just need to find the time to play for 10 minutes a day or something. It's not the main thing you're playing. Right um but so i have pokemon that i need to beat a a whole bunch of games on game pass i i just don't really know where to go after that i do kind of want to play um devil may cry 5 um bloodstain i'm kind of giving up on because i can't even get past the first boss but i think it's just that i don't i don't have the controls down and because I don't have the controls down, I don't know if I, like that's the reason why I'm struggling with the first boss already. But I don't know if I want to spend the time to get the controls down. You know what I mean? So there's that. Or if I should just say, screw it and go straight into Red Dead 2 on the Xbox. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say give it some time before you replay Red Dead because it's going to be such a huge time investment. Dude, but it looks so good. And I want, oh, god damn. And every time I, I think about that game so much, like, that that's a that's a serious issue. A serious issue. But, yeah. That, those, those are the games I've been playing, because I've i been talking for a while, so I don't want to take up. That's all that I've been playing. But I, I do need to figure out uh, a next game. Um, well... Oh, yeah. oh, oh, wait, I've also been playing some Undertale, so maybe that's what I should finish first. Yeah, finish that up, because it's not super long. Um...
0: I, did we talk about this? It's like uh play it like
1: I recommend you got to play it through twice. Yeah, that's what that's what I've read. I right if you if you know anything about where like about where things are um there's like a knight that hides in the bushes. Yeah. Yeah, I just I want to say I just got through that section. Like, with him, because I I, I avoided him. I just don't know where right – it's like whatever's right after him, that's where I am. So, yeah. I don't know if that tells you how far along I am, if I'm almost done or not. If you could totally tell me that I'm almost done, it would be awesome. What are some other things you've done recently? Uh, Sans's brother, I fought him, and I think that I just let him go. Like, I I basically – because, like, you have to – you can't beat him. So, or maybe you can, I just don't know. Why. But, um, yeah, I just beat him.
0: You're Maybe halfway. I don't remember exactly. Holy crap. That's only halfway. Okay. Have you met, have you,
1: um, met a, a fish person? So I definitely met somebody. I just don't know what they are. Did like, they like, use a spear? Did they use the spear to attack you?
0: no did you have to run away from him fish person spear you run away from is him. that the
1: knight that hides in the bushes because he definitely was attacking me with some sort of spear oh that might have been it okay <laughs> so yeah you're like halfway did you meet a scientist yet no did you go
0: to like a hot hot uh like um um des not a desert but like a a mountain but it's like red and it's like very hot and there's a secret, secret base secret lab no Okay, so, but yeah. I, I think you're maybe halfway. If if the person that hide, hides in the bushes is the person that I'm thinking of, you're about halfway.
1: Okay, I I, I really just don't like the controls. That's my problem. It does feel old school. Yeah, but, and I'm well. I'm playing on I'm playing on a keyboard too, so like uh, I want to say that WASD doesn't work. You have to use me the yeah i have to use the arrow keys yeah i have to use the arrow keys with my right hand so that feels weird and i have to attack by pressing the space bar with my left hand so it's like counterintuitive almost but yeah
0: um so yeah i'd recommend one finish undertale because it's not super long and then the second playthrough should go pretty quick too um once once you kind of you know where stuff's at and you know what you have to do
1: because does it change the second time? Cause I know that the whole point of the first time is that you're not going to like it. So we can, I don't want to spoil too much for you and okay. Okay. You, don't, you don't, can, don't spoil too much. Maybe it,
0: it doesn't change a lot till the end and then, then it changes a lot. Okay.
2: Oh. But,
0: um, Will, like, let me know once you finish it, and I can kind of point you in the right direction without spoiling too much of, like, what you should do. Right. And uh, the reason I say that is, like, the second playthrough goes quicker, and it's not a very long game. And the ending, if you get the, I'll say I'll, the good ending, if you get the good ending, like, it, it makes the story, it, it it fleshes out the story to a point that it like went from a game that I thought was interesting to a game I loved, but it's it's not like like a mind blowing twist necessarily, but it's yeah, I, I it's just a yeah. great story. So like, pay attention to the characters and take note of like the, their personalities and what they do and stuff, and you, you get really invested in the world and stuff. Sure. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Okay. so I am drinking. Um, it's a Japanese beer uh, from Hit, Hit Hitachino <laughs> Brewery, I guess. Okay. <laughs> no wait, no, it's Kiuchi Brewery, and this is the uh, Hitachino Nest beer, matured in sake casks. So I, I got this because it's like the Japanese equivalent of a bourbon barrel, right? You know, or whatever. So. Um, and it, it, I mean, basically kind of tastes like a bourbon barrel, except a little sweeter and not as, uh, not as oaky, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty good.
1: Right. So, wait, have you seen, um, you still have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Have you seen James May's Man in Japan? Man in Japan? Our Man in Japan? No. You should watch that. For your, like, knowledge- due to i'm not gonna say obsession but because you enjoy japan so much you should watch that okay
0: um so then it's been a while since we talked so i've been playing a good amount of stuff too. um i guess to start off with devil may cry 5 is definitely a very good thing to go to on game pass so i'm maybe 75 percent through the campaign or like the story (laughs) or whatever um don't you have re2 yes
1: you're killing me, Smalls.
0: Well, I got scared playing RE2, so I put it down. What? And then de- what? You got scared? D- it was dark, and there were loud noises. I can't tell if you're joking or serious. I mean, it got me a little spooked. And, I mean, it was stressful. That's how I put it. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I heard bullets.
1: After- I used all my bullets. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, that that's my – Yeah. Yeah. Um so there yeah. <laughs> I can talk for days on that shit. It's crazy though cuz like on your second play I don't know, are you playing through Claire or Leon first? I'm curious. Leon. I definitely feel like Leon gets less um less ammo. Definitely feel like that because like Claire I had no joke I went to the last boss with over 150 handgun ammo rounds so like Jeez. yeah like you definitely get a lot more with claire but uh, i don't know i can i am okay i'm taking i'm now giving you advice um i think you should play it because i think that we i think that if had i played it before we did our game of the year review i would have put red dead over control so that if that's sh- i mean i put control shit you mean re2 over control i mean yeah what did i say red dead, red dead. oh my god it's off my mind man uh, yeah i would have put red uh red dead again i would put re2 over control and i put control as my second number two i would yeah. say yeah so i definitely and i think that re2 is number like four or five so yeah i definitely would i would have flipped them so that should tell you something because i was really high on control at the beginning yeah um now honest to god i want like i have zero because like there's a lot of stuff that i can do do later i know that there's more to that game but that final boss ruined it so much for me that i just i'm done but whatever anyways though so i think that you should definitely give red dead a shot i mean god dang it re2 now that you said (laughs) it and now that you pointed it out to me it's like stuck in my head i definitely think you should give re2 a shot again um i went into the first boss battle with no ammo and i had to wait for the game to realize i had no ammo and generate ammo for me to pick up in the boss fight to beat them it was that bad so like i definitely feel your have felt your struggle just the only thing i can tell you words of advice grab all of the boards you can to board up the windows. It may seem stupid at first, but board up every window you can. It will help out tremendously at the end because you go back through there hundreds of times. So, like, if you can prevent that, if you can prevent more from coming in, it helps out a lot. So definitely helps with that. Um, Also, just kind of like – this is easier said than done, but just kind of conserve your ammo. And I would definitely try to keep – Try to keep your, uh, the gunpowder, try to keep those for like other things just in case because that's how you make more ammo and you need that. Okay. You know? Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I went off on another tangent. I'm done. Uh, DMC-5. Uh, it's a lot of fun.
0: Uh, when they announced it, I was like, is this really going to be that great? Because that style of action game just feels a little outdated these days, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and playing it, I don't really get that impression. I mean, the negative things are are pretty small, and it's action-packed. You have a lot of options, a lot of different ways you can uh, fight. Um, you can... Like, with, with Dante, you can select different styles, so you're more focused on guns or swords or uh, defensive or whatever. So, like... You can play it any way you want, and it 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 may be a little old school in the fact that you you know how the levels are set up. I mean, it's set up like a kind of traditional old school action game where mm-hmm. it's just from one arena to the other, essentially, and with some light puzzle solving. Um, but the actions or the the action sequences are are just so crazy. There's a lot of great enemies, a lot of great bosses. The game looks amazing. The RE engine um, that was in RE2. And RE7 and everything is mm-hmm. fantastic. So it it takes an old older style of game and updates it very well. Um, so that's another that's a good one to check out. I've been working through Valhalla on the Switch, which I've probably talked about before. It's a, it's a cyberpunk bartending game. Yeah. So it's two D pixel art. Um, You're a bartender in Neo San Francisco, I think is what they call it. And um, you make drinks, and then figure out this story of some kind of conspiracy or whatever. <laughs> so I, I think I'm like halfway through that too. Um, that, that's that's been my kind of like like Pokemon for you of just trying to get through a few conversations a day, you know, just to to work through that. Because mm-hmm. uh, I started that on Vita, and then I got it on Switch. Um, since the Vita is dead, unfortunately, RIP. And that's just been on my backlog for a long time. So I want to finally get through it. Um, but some games that I've been like, the, what I've been playing more hardcore the last couple weeks is, um, I've been playing through gears of war four. um, I never finished it when it came out. So I wanted to go back through and actually oh, get you. To the ending. That. I got to, I got to like the beginning of act five, which is, which is the final act, right? Right
1: uh dude how long has it been
2: i yeah Since i'm gonna take
0: your word for. i got right to the end in 2016 and then just dropped it and never came back to it and ah. I, I always wanted to get back to it because i i played it before the xbox one x came out mm-hmm. and i mean it looks great in 4k um so i'm uh where i'm at act three so i'm, I'm about halfway through that now so I'm hoping I can actually finish that up and then start working through Gears Five at some point. Um, I think people generally really liked Gears Five. I'd, I've heard some complaints on podcasts and stuff how it's a little little contrived in some areas, but I think overall the reception is really really strong. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? Oh, I think the main thing I've been playing lately is another game that takes an old style of gameplay and updates it exceptionally well to the modern era and that is doom 2016 um really yeah
2: oh
1: that's also on my backlog
0: go ahead <laughs> that that is fantastic like if you can get that for the cheap like it's it's on sale for like 10 bucks usually when things go on sale that game right. like i'm not a shooter guy and and that game is amazing so I tried to play it, like, way back in the day. I think I, I think I got it shortly after it came out. Um, and it, it it was just too fast-paced and too hectic and and everything that I just put it down right away. And um, honestly, I was so impressed by the Doom Eternal trailer, E3, that showed off just incredible environments, incredible bosses. Um, it just looked amazing. I, I'm like, I got to go back and give that a shot. And now I'm... Uh, five-ish levels into that. Um, and once you get the the gameplay loop, like it, it takes some time because it's it's super fast paced. everything like starting off everything can kill you pretty easily. like um, what makes it interesting compared to other shooters is uh, uh, how you accumulate um, health ammo, um, and your shield. Um, so it's almost like, it's almost like a puzzle game, honestly. Like you come to an arena, you have this much ammo for these weapons and you've got these enemies in there and you got to figure out. So basically if you, if you damage an enemy enough, you do a glory kill where you, where it's like a melee kill and you get health and then you can do a chainsaw kill to get ammo. Um, so you got to like really almost like make a plan of like, I go to this guy, I can get health um there's a there's a like a mini boss style like bigger demon I can chainsaw him uh get the ammo that I need for this and then take out these guys and then I'll glory kill those guys over there if I run out of health and uh it it's like a, this whole whole like like the ballet of violence you know it's it's crazy like it I like it, that it, it works so well like you 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 have to take all these situations and plan out like what you're going to do and like adapt on the fly and um yeah, uh, it, it works so well, and it 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 doesn't feel like other modern shooters, right? Right. It, it it feels like something unique. Um. So I'm I'm enamored by like how it does what it does. Like it's designed so well, and I'm so hyped. I, I just pre-ordered uh Doom Eternal, and mm-hmm. I wanted to pre-order it to get the you get a download of Doom sixty four, which I thought was cool. So um, I'm very stoked to get through Doom and then move on to Doom Eternal
1: here next month i i got it and i don't know i i there's like one room that i'm in and i can't like figure out the puzzle to it to like who needs to die first essentially i keep dying over and over and that that just got really annoying to me so i haven't played it since it's been a couple years now but yeah i i want to get it i want to play it again maybe i'll play that i want to play it again because um i didn't have the one x at the time so like i was playing on the standard original xbox so i'm i want to see it with the extra performance essentially yeah it it looks great and it runs super smooth yeah (sighs) if i didn't have a broken controller you know yeah, well, just get an, get an elite controller, dude. It says says the guy with the job. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: shit. No, dude. um But for real, one thing that I I, I did buy because I've I would, spend money too much. But I got a pair of uh the control freak um joystick things. Um and oh, so the, I, that raise it up. Yeah. So I've I. Uh, To to get into a slightly different conversation, I kind of got pissed off on my PC, and I can elaborate later, but I tried to play, There's like three or four games I tried to play, and they all had like huge issues, so it's like, I came home from work, I had an hour that I could game, and I spent the entire time trying to get games to work instead of actually doing anything, or actually playing. Right. So after that, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to chill for a little bit until I'm not pissed off, and then I'll get back to the PC. But, um... God. I had, I got the control freaks on like Black Friday or something. Um so I've been using like a mid-size one for the movement and then a tall one for or the, the left stick movement, right? And mm-hmm. a tall one for aiming on the right and that makes a, a, a huge difference. Like um f- like for aiming on a on a console like it it's it's obviously not as accurate as mouse and keyboard, but like it's it's palatable. Like it's it's doable, right?
2: Mhm.
0: So I'm I, a big fan, and I mean I suck at shooters, so any anything helps,
1: right? Um, yeah, that no. So, God damn it! So is this PC issue? I have to ask: Is this like a podcast conversation or no? Um, okay, I'll, I'll run you through it real quick. Because I, um, I actually think I may already know what the issue is. If you have not fixed it already, okay. So I have
0: Final Fantasy 15 PC that I got on sale. Uh, it totally runs like shit my computer can't handle it, but I don't think any computer can handle it. I think it's not optimized well. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to play Yakuza zero on PC. And what pissed me off is the, is the splash screen. When you start, it says use a controller. But then I, I had my controller connected and it didn't work. It didn't register it. Um, so I had to go through all these, all these weird settings and update the controller, update steam, update steam, big picture mode. I tried to launch it in big picture mode. I tried to like, assign the the controller uh, uh template or not template whatever the word is uh configuration oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in both steam and steam big picture mode and like hours <laughs> later finally got the controller to work and then when i got the controller to work i started the game and i was like okay i gotta stop now i stopped and then it it hard locked my entire computer oh shit and then i i was like I wanna try Vampire the Masquerade because the sequel's coming out and it's a RPG, first person RPG that I never played before. I tried to start it. Apparently, you have to download a fan made patch to even get the game to start at all. I mean I did those three things in the two day period and I was like, I'm taking a break.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's really the downfall of PC gaming. Like there there's so many workarounds, and honestly, that's the reason why I'm like i don't want to play a game on pc until i know for a fact it's optimized and i know for a fact that it is it's going to be worth my time you know i i don't want to i would much rather play red dead on an xbox one x than i would on a pc even if the graphics are better on a pc if i have to have a gigantic workaround 500 different programs running i know i'm being dramatic with the 500 but like in some cases you have to have like three different programs running on the back end just just to optimize your pc to be able to form to perform a game that demanding and i understand why because it's just anybody can do whatever they want it's how they keep it cheap like that, you you can't guarantee that everybody has an SSD. You can't guarantee that everybody is running, uh, you know, an RTX card, for instance. So I, I get why it has to stay cheap. I mean, I get why everything has to be optimized, and it's not just a plug and play feature like it is with the console. But at the same time, like uh, it's just to me, it's not worth it. The drop, the drop off, and and I say that as a person that loves PC games and loves computers. Like the drop. The, the, the difference between a PC game, even well optimized, and a console game is not that drastically different to where I would choose having a headache over trying to, to get my PC to run it efficiently and to the standards that I want over a console that I can just plug it. I, I just need to toss in the game and call it a day. So.
0: It, I think I should have done my research, because, like, what happened was, you know, I I got, like, some gift cards for Christmas, and then, like, I worked a weekend, so I had some extra money, and, like, uh-huh. I, I, I just picked up all this stuff from, like, the Steam sale that looked good, and I, I should have done the research. So I think, like, going forward, before I get anything, make sure that I look into how it performs, because, yeah. um, like, Final Fantasy 15, I wanted to get that because the graphical options are so crazy. Like if I, you know, build a PC, I want to see how far I can take it because you can, you can do so much with the, the, the sliders, you know? Yeah. And then vampire the masquerade. That's the only way to play the game is PC. So that bugs the shit out of me (laughs) that um, (laughs) if you just buy the game, it won't work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't
0: know if that's for everybody, but I, I mean, that's all like the steam community page is all about like, here's the patch to get it going it it's just, but when stuff works, it's great. Like I, yeah. I also played a bunch of games where it just, everything works fine and, and that's great. But right. the gap is closing. Like I love the Xbox one X. It is a great piece of hardware that performs exceptionally well in a tiny package. And I hope that they continue that with the series X. I think both the new, we'll get into this more later, but I think the new consoles are going to be very competitive when it comes to power. Cause they're, I believe they're using AMD chips that are yeah. not
1: out to the public yet right i mean yeah what you said is completely true it's just i mean in in the case of a console versus pc it's more that like whenever a console comes out they always get a chipset or some sort of software or hardware or whatever that is just not out to the public yet always it always happens so like for that brief couple of months before those are released to the public, though the consoles are more powerful than a PC than that you can build. The, but the very next step, like once those are released to the public and other manufacturers, you know, Asus, MSI, and everybody that makes other graphics cards and modifies them to any degree, once they get their hands on them and they can tweak them, overclock them, whatever you want, that's whenever uh, the PC jumps back ahead. And because a console right. is out for so long, but PC hardware is upgraded yearly pretty much. Yeah. that they they g- keep jumping and then by the time the console life is over the pc is now five six sometimes seven eight generations ahead and your are a console is still stuck at, back in the beginning and then a new console come out come out will be more powerful than a pc that you can build and then that gets quickly lost and then it just that's just the way it goes but right. at the same time like i like you were saying and like i said is that worth the headache if You have to jump through – to have it on a PC, is having the better graphics five years later worth it if you have to jump through all those hoops that you had to do just to get a a game to work for Vampire the Masquerade? Like that's – it's crazy, but I mean I, I understand why it happens, but unless I know for a fact it's optimized, it's just not worth it to me. Just, I would much rather just toss it, toss in the CD to the console. But granted, I will say this: as a person that has an Xbox One X, uh, as a person that has a PlayStation Four Pro, like I have those consoles that can, sh- that maybe not, maybe not to the best ability frame rate wise, frame rate wise or what have you, but I feel like those the graphics on those are good enough. Where I don't need yeah. an RTX card to run it, like I okay, I, I don't I don't care to be yeah. able to re- see my reflection in the water.
0: You know, and RTX the RTX stuff is in a it's in a weird spot because they had to yeah. do that to get the technology moving right. and get the adoption moving. But it really, like when you think about the value of it, it's not that great. But in a few years, when a lot more games have ray tracing and yeah, and NVIDIA's tech is a few gens on, like that's. That's gonna, probably going to be a big selling point to build a PC is like you get like the f- the full gamut ray tracing. And I bet consoles are going to do, do like just shadows or just, right. you know, one aspect of it, however they break that down.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, That that's if I if I had an endless amount of money, OK, not endless, if I had if I had two thousand dollars to build a PC, I would I would buy an RTX card just because right. I, right. I know what it's going to have later. Like, like you said, it, it it's not worth it now, but later on, that's what you're gonna want. But I would, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't really know how else to say it other than yeah. <laughs> we I can mean, move on.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, I for a minute there, I was like, oh my god, PC is the best. Like, and I was I was looking up all the all the all the build stuff, all the hardware stuff. Yeah, and I still think it's fascinating. I still love watching YouTube videos about people building PCs. But I think I'm finally experiencing the first, like, headaches that inevitably yeah. happened. And now I think I'm just at a, at a more realistic, uh, measured point where I'm like, I'm going to play stuff on console that works fine. But if it's a console game that runs like crap, maybe I'll get it for PC so I can, I can get a stable frame rate. Because a bad frame rate, you, you notice right away, and it, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: And I'm like, maybe I'm not going to build a PC immediately, but I, I'm going to do that at some point. Cause I know what I, what I need to do. I know what kind of parts I want. Um, I want to, I want to do that within the next few years. Right. Yeah. I'm, it, not, I'm not like, Oh my God, PC is the best. Cause <laughs> there, there's a lot that goes into it. You gotta, you gotta like solving problems. You know? Right. It,
1: yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a headache. Once, once you get it, it's, it, once you start reaching those, feeling those roadblocks, that's, yeah, that's whenever it just comes down to, I'll just toss in a CD. <laughs> I keep saying it, but it it makes it so much easier. And yeah, we can okay, move
0: so, on. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so getting into the news, uh, we should think of like a news segment name, like a uh, headlines at five, or I don't know. Um, the headlines at five. What I should probably like
1: actually watch the news
0: and see what they call shit.
1: The he- well, I just don't understand what's <laughs> where's five coming in 5, 5 PM, not- the night, the nightly news, 5 p.m. But yes, I get that, and that makes sense for the news, <laughs> it doesn't make, like <laughs> for the news at five, the channel news at five or, or, or whatever. But where it's five we- o'clock somewhere, um, uh, okay, <laughs> I guess
2: <laughs> I anyway, gonna- m-
1: it's 10 30. <laughs> well, here. Not for you, but whatever. That's not important. Moving on. I have, I have a name. I have a name. Okay. We're gonna call it the news.
0: Okay. (laughs) Just like this podcast is a podcast.
1: Well, yeah. I I just (laughs) anyway. This is this is the news on a podcast.
0: Moving on. Okay. I like it. Um. (laughs) Modern Warfare Call of Duty is going into season 2. Um so uh, some people were pissed off that the the patch for this was like 50 gigs.
1: Oh yeah. They had a season 1. Well, I mean all
0: these all these like service-ish games, <sighs> the, uh, one season's like
1: 3-4 months. Seriously, I I'm going to start a petition. And this petition is going to be for everybody to normalize their season. Like it makes sense for a TV show to have a season. It may and like, you know when the season starts and the uh, new season begins. These are just like we're gonna have five seasons a year. Like Apex, Apex is on like season five and it's been out for like a year and a half tops. See, I,
0: I think games. It's like a quarter. The quarter, three months is like a typical season.
1: That's stupid.
2: like
0: youtube shows i have no idea because i swear there's youtube shows that have been around for a year and they're on like season 10 i'm like this makes zero i mean yeah
1: yeah it's just i get that like i don't know i understand that i don't know i i don't know of a youtube show that has like 10 seasons but i like i definitely know Like, one of the podcasts I listen to, I swear to God, the guy is just like, welcome to season five, episode three. And it's like, wait, wait, (laughs) when did season one get over? And it... it, Maybe he's just making it up as a joke. No, uh, maybe. Ah, yeah. Like, he definitely, he takes off, like, a couple of weeks in between the seasons. So I know when it is, but, like, there's no, there's no define, like, there's going to be 10 episodes in, in each season. It's just it's like the wild wild west man and this is what i'm saying change.org people i want to start a petition to have seasons normalized and well defined in our culture because this is welcome to season eight of Kodak call z targetings podcast that sounds good <laughs> yeah okay it's just ah uh, it's stupid it it really annoys me okay go on modern warfare battle royale season two because apparently season one's over
0: yep and um the trailer for season two it had some hints of battle royale at the end allegedly um i didn't get that but apparently it hinted at it and um there's (laughs) now a new what's up did you play through it no, that's that's another game I started. I'm like three missions in. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm digging it. You know, i I've fallen off Call of Duty, and I, I'm just playing the campaign right now. I'll I'll get into multiplayer soon, hopefully. But yeah, I, the campaign's been good so far.
1: I really want to play the campaign. Once whenever they said that they were going back to the to Modern Warfare, they, where the single player mattered. Yeah, I yeah because I liked I Modern Warfare's campaign yeah i'll it up still one of the greatest single player moments in all of games yeah fight me i agree oh. okay good we can still fight though
0: <laughs> but um um the, now there is a classified game mode so you 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 pop it up you got um campaign multiplayer co-op and there's a a classify that you can't click on which obviously is going to be the battle royale um, there was a leaked image. I believe it's called Warzone, is what they're going to call it. Um, I remember before the game came out, there were rumors that it was going to be two hundred players, and that so that's what got me psyched. Is like, right? How is that going to change battle royale? I'm was, I was guessing the map is going to have to be bigger. Like, is it just going to be more like an actual war zone? Like, that, that could change the dynamics of battle royale pretty heavily right. by just having twice as many people. So that got me stoked. Uh, So hopefully we hear about this soon. Now that season two has started, I believe.
1: So hopefully they're working out the kinks to get this going soon. I I mean, when did that game come out? Like, Um, oh wait, no. I guess it was like last October, right? Or this last October. October. Last October. This is
0: this is the most recent Call of Duty.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, so, uh, right, right. Last 2019, October, October
0: 2019,
1: right? Yeah. Actually, I think it was November 2019. I, I can't remember. I only like say that two. he's, my brother gets it every year for his birthday, and his birthday's in November, and it's, like, right at the time. Like, I want to say that it was probably November, like, 8th. But that, whatever. It's not important. What is important is... Not to get back on the season thing, but you've been out less than six months and you're already on season two. But whatever, it's fine. Moving on. Yeah, that's that's super interesting, especially considering the fact that like Modern Warfare, like I said, they they said that they were going back to a more focused campaign and. They did that, and I, I haven't played it, but I know that they, pro, they did the missions really well, and so it's nice to see that they're focusing on the campaign and still offering a good online experience because that was what my issue was always with modern, with Call of Duty in general was somebody like myself who does not play online. But I mean I play with you, but that's about it, and that's very rare already so like i don't i want that single player experience so that they're still offering a single player experience with the tie in and still keeping good on the multiplayer aspect that's good
0: yeah moving on so it's a good value um so this week we got a trailer for the game Outriders so Outriders was announced at E3 um Square en- Enix is publishing it um it's developed by People Can Fly who did Gears of War Judgment and what was the other one? Bulletstorm.
1: Um, Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, um, and they did a DLC on, I swear they did deal. I read they did DLC on something, but anyway, um, so Outriders is like one of their, the, uh, a new IP that they've been working on for the last four years. Um, so it's basically like destiny. It looks like three or four people co-op first-person shooter, and you get, like, magical abilities. Um, it takes place on a, a planet called... Fuck, I don't remember what the planet's called. <coughs> um, but it takes place on some kind of planet somewhere else <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> and um, it, it kind of a, looks like it's more of a, like, f- sci-fi with fantasy. Like, Destiny has your warlocks and your magic equivalent and whatever, and it seems like this kind of delves more into the, the fantastical things. Uh-huh. So, so that's kind of cool. Um, it, it, the game looks good. Um, the, the trailer had some gameplay in it. Um, graphics look good. Um, it looks like a, a Destiny-like.
2: Very uh, much so.
0: One interesting thing is the fact that they announced it's going to be at, or on PS5 and Xbox Series X um, at launch this fall. So, one of very few games confirmed for next-gen. And one of the only other games confirmed for next-gen is Godfall, which is supposed to be Destiny-like, but with swords instead of guns. So all these shared-world shooters, I don't know how they expect people to have time to play any of them, because you can only really play one at a time.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, that... I've always wondered that, but I think that they're just really searching for, like, uh, hopefully you pick theirs, you know?
0: Yeah, I think there's enough players that multiple ones can be going, but uh, there's got to be a limit to that, too. Right, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, I, I don't know, because I, I, I had a lot of fun with Destiny 2 a lot of fun with destiny 2 so you know this intrigued me but at the same time i fell off really hard with destiny 2 (laughs) whenever they whenever i finished the campaign and we were kind of done with just doing whatever we wanted to do it yeah i i don't know i fell off really hard with it but that's just because i'm just not an online player so i i am interested in this Maybe they'll come out with uh, a PlayStation 4 bundle. I mean, PlayStation 5 bundle. So, and I'll get it with that. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, It's just exciting that Next Gen's right around the corner. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Which we will get into more later on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um,
0: Animal Crossing New Horizons is just around the corner, uh, coming out in about a month, month and some change. So they announced... I guess they didn't announce, but I think this probably showed up on the game store page <clears throat> or something like that. The fact that, uh, God, sorry, excuse me. Um, there's limitations to your to what you can do with your save. So some Switch games already um, have a limit on cloud saves. Or not, not a limit, but they, they don't use cloud saves at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So like Splatoon, they don't want people to be able to transfer their save because then you could potentially hack it. And alter your saves, so you can cheat. Um, I believe Mario, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe does the same. So, it's usually to combat online cheating. You, you can't cloud save, um, so if your console dies, you're, you're shit out of luck. So, so Animal Crossing being a heavily multiplayer, likely heavily online game, it kind of makes sense what limits they're putting on it, but, um, you can't transfer your save, um, you can only have a single, like you can't transfer save even from console to console by other non cloud means. Cause you, you can not do like system transfers. So hmm.
2: um,
0: essentially you're, you're locked to one console. It's, it's one Island. Is that what you're talking about with the Island thing? Yeah. It's one Island per console.
1: So like, I don't know. Like if, <clears throat> if you and I shared it, on a console, I couldn't pop in. Like if I start, this is what doesn't make sense to me. Everybody was like freaking out about this, but I'm thinking back to like the GameCube one. If you and I were playing on the same game, your house would be right next to mine. You had your choice of the one of the four houses at the beginning. And then that was it. So I don't understand why this is like, it was kind of big. I don't know if you know, but there, it was kind of big, in the controversy side of things, like a lot of people were really disappointed and I don't know. It just kind of, it makes sense to me, but at the same time, I, I understand people's disappointments because like, I mean, you can't get, you can't have five people in your game and just trade, you know, fruit to have better trees and stuff like that. Cause that's really what everybody wants. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't know. It just to me it makes sense, but apparently it was a big controversy. Like, but you're gonna be on the same island, just like I mean, you already live with the person, I'm assuming, whoever's gonna be sharing it, so Yeah. Get over it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's like it's in line with what older Animal Crossing games did, right. but it just seems a little archaic in modern standards, I guess. But but
1: see, I don't even think that it is. Because I I mean, I see why I see. Like, okay, that was on the GameCube. We're now on the Switch. Uh, they did, it shouldn't be the same way. No, I disagree. It should be. But what is this other person doing in your on your island that you don't want them on there? That's what I want to know. Like, it, right. I <clears throat> I don't know. What's the worst thing you could do? Plant a tree. <laughs> I mean, who cares? I don't know. I remember thinking like. I wanted my brother to be in this on the GameCube one, because I'll be honest, I didn't really play. I played um, New Leaf, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I played New Leaf. I didn't care. I didn't care about being the mayor. Um, Sorry. But um, I wanted my brother to play on the GameCube one because I wanted him to run around and pick all the damn weeds. (laughs) Cause I didn't
2: want to do that shit.
1: And I was like, yeah, go go ahead, man. Like have your, fun." because I, me being, I know you did the same thing because I told you to do it, but like to hit the, like really good stuff, the events and everything in the game, I would just move the clock forward and back. But that would cause you to have, if you moved it, you know, 10 months ahead, you, your town would grow a whole bunch of weeds and you would have weeds all over the place. So yeah, that, that's, that sucked, but hey, whatever. So I don't see that... I don't see as sharing an island is that big of a deal, personally. Like, getting another Switch, if, that, if it's that big of a deal to you. They're not that expensive, but I don't see why it would be an issue. Just my personal opinion. It'll be fine. Yeah, I am I mean, I'm still excited for it. I think the game looks awesome. Um, I understand why you... <sighs> Did you say? Is this what you said? Was, it was no cloud saves. Yes. Yeah. That okay. That, that's stupid. That's really stupid. Cause you don't want to have to lose that, you know. Like if I if I broke my switch, I want to be able to pull that game back, and start. Yeah, it that's that's the scary part. Yeah that that part's stupid. That is dumb. They need to fix that. And but it's it's Nintendo. If anything though, I could see that like. This is going to sound really stupid, but I can see it being like you have an emotional tie to this island and these characters and stuff. Because if you lose it, you really lose it. Right. But uh, whatever. We'll see what happens. Anyway, it'll it'll be a good game. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Next. Okay. Half-Life Alex has a confirmed release date, and it is March 23rd of 2020. So I personally was worried that it wasn't going to make March because uh, they, they, they didn't announce this date until mid-February. Um, so hopefully it hits. Hopefully it actually comes through on that date. And um, I really don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to get my own hopes up because there's a chance that there's always a chance something bad's going to happen.
1: But I hope the game comes out soon How? and I hope it's good. Does Valve have a history of not hitting release dates? Like, at all? I mean, I know they don't really I don't, do not No, I don't think so, but it's just the fact that it's Half-Life,
0: I, yeah. I can't help just be worried that it's not going to come out this day. <laughs> just just the fact that it's Half-Life.
2: <laughs>
1: but if it,
0: if it does, if it does, I will be very, very happy.
1: I I think that would be funny if, like, March 23rd comes and they're like, just kidding, we canceled it. <laughs> Just because it's happening. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. I, I don't really care. I'll be honest. I don't really care about the whole Alex thing because it's VR. I don't have a VR setup. I never. I probably never will have a VR setup. So, I mean, like, whatever. It's stupid. I shouldn't say that so much. It's not smart for them to, in my opinion, to not release a to only release a VR game. It should have a standalone non-VR... Yeah. Edition. Ad- or portion. Whatever you want to say. Edition. 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 Whatever. Um, but yeah, they... I I don't know why they're not doing that. And because of that, I have zero interest in this. Even if it is a half-life game. Sorry. You, have, you don't have VR anymore, do you? Uh, did I tell you I got a... Oh, holy shit. Look, I have a question. Question. Yeah, I, I have a question. Of course you did. Why the fuck wouldn't you? You know what? As a person that... I consider us friends. And as a person that is a friend of somebody with an Oculus, I would say, good job. That way I can <laughs> also play it. <laughs> Hopefully, if you will allow me. However. Yeah. You got to make uh, it back up here
0: soon. Well, actually, I'm, I'm supposed to come down there next, but then.
1: Uh, I mean, door's open. Um, I mean, to everybody that's trying to figure out where I live, door's la- not open. It's not. <laughs> uh, door is very locked and secure. Um, <laughs> the... What was I? Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Question. I Because I was going to ask you this. But then we start off the podcast with a different little tone today, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to barge in. Um, how many of those Jordan Xboxes have you pre-ordered? Well, you one you can't purchase it; it's only
0: given away. Oh, really? I didn't. Away.
1: I didn't research it.
0: And if it was available for pre-order, I would not have pre-ordered it because I already have an Xbox One X. <laughs> and. Um, I mean, there's been some really great looking one, really great looking Xbox One X's, um, like the NBA Two K one from last fall. Uh-huh. Excuse me, had a had like a a splatter pattern. They looked cool, really cool. Um, yeah, they did like a gold, like a a gold fade, or like a gold tint one. That was pretty cool. The, was that the, the Modern White
1: Warfare one? one?
0: It wasn't the Modern Warfare one. I think it was, it was some other shooter
1: that it came with. Huh. I know Battlefield. That, it was it was a Battlefield oh, one. Was it? Yeah, cuz that's the one that my um my brother got. My brother got that one. Cuz I got the 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 better Fallout 76 one cuz you know Fallout 76 and it was white right that's the only reason why i got it i traded in fallout 76 i really tried i tried to like i shouldn't use this word but i'm going to i really try to like screw over GameStop by because they give you a physical copy of it now yeah, and it's still sealed so i try to just say hey i got this for christmas i don't want this game because it doesn't say anywhere on it that it's a resale so i was Uh-oh. like I do not yeah. want this, so I tried to get like the entire 50%, I mean 50, $60 back for this game. But the issue was is that I couldn't give them the receipt, obviously, because they, the receipt would say that it's with the bundle, not right. by itself. So I was like, hey, I would just try to see if I could get um, an employee to give me the 60 rather than without the receipt, but they wouldn't do it. I said, so, so GameStop, just so you know, your employees are pretty good. Terrible for me, but good for you. But you're going to be out of business soon, so oh well, right. Which is really sad. I mean, like as much as I don't like GameStop, I still know that it is it is a place I go to for games a lot. So it's sad, but whatever. Yeah, you're right. Um, Is what it is.
0: I mean, I'm to the point now. I I think I'm like all digital. Like I I think I finally mentally got over the collector thing, and um. Cause I've just gotten to the point where it's like my collection is like half and half, right? Right. Yeah. When I got a switch disc, I'm just so annoyed by it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So PlayStation five, Xbox series X. um, We need you guys to have a game changer, like an actual disc changer within the system. (laughs) Honestly, that, that would be kind of sweet if like you could do that. But I understand why not. But um, yeah, I get the way you. I get what you mean. At the same time, though, I don't want an all digital future. So because of that, if a game is super important to me, like Death Stranding, there's no chance in hell I was getting Death Stranding digital. No chance. Because I, I one, I wanted the box, and two, just having the box is. I don't know. It's just so. I, I just like the feeling I want to have the box. Also, I don't like spending60 dollars for a digital copy of a game. Whenever I can buy the box, also get all the everything else with it for60 dollars as well. If it's a digital game, it should be discounted for a digital price. It should be a digital price for like 50. And if you want the case, 60 is the way it should be, but whatever because it costs more to produce that case to produce that actual disc. Rather than just giving out a digital key. That costs right. nothing. It's a computer. You're not paying the computer. If you didn't know. But whatever. It doesn't matter. We I got off on a slight tangent. I was just curious to you. If you could pre-order even. Because I'm not going to lie. That Xbox looks nice. It, it, it is sick. Uh, I just pulled up a picture. I was looking through some stuff. Also it comes with shoes. And I figured you'd definitely be interested in the shoes. Yeah, it's an
0: all red or not an all red, but primarily red Jordan three, which looks really nice. And does the console have like the elephant print pattern? Oh, that is nice. But anyway, and if, even if I if it was available for sale, I want to save that money for for next gen or for PC. Yeah, you say that
1: now whenever it's not available. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best time to say it. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um.
0: Next up, wonderful one hundred and one. Um is potentially getting
1: re-released it is through a kickstarter isn't it like isn't it confirmed or was it funded i don't know yeah oh dude okay yeah so i'll take the reins on this one then so if you didn't know i'm gonna actually pull it up because i want to actually get the numbers correct um so they posted this platinum posted it to have it remade for the switch uh the wonderful 101 for anybody listening was a game it was on the wii u made by platinum it was part it was not part but it was like a, a sequel to would you say that would you say this is a sequel to beautiful View, joe it, it, visually it's a
0: spiritual success yeah. it's not a sequel and also right. the game plays pretty differently
1: right but i'm yeah okay I
0: similarly but differently
1: I, okay yeah they look very much alike very much they they have that same like just look about them um but anyways a beautiful joe was a game on the gamecube part of the capcom 5 capcom 5 yes yep. uh, um i couldn't remember if it was four or five i know only four came out but i couldn't remember if it was four or five um but yeah, uh, whatever. That's not really important. Came out on the Wii U. Nothing that came out on the Wii U sold particularly well. This was a game that didn't sell particularly well. But everybody, it has a huge cult following. Everybody wants it on the Switch. So uh, they they couldn't get they couldn't they didn't know if they had enough interest in the game to actually put it out for the Switch. So the way to test the water was they decided to put kickstarter out to see how much money they could get their goal was just a little shy of fifty thousand dollars um within like three days i think it was it wasn't you know what i'm gonna say a week just to keep myself safe within a week it ended up getting like 1.5 million they were only asking for fifty thousand, and it got 1.5 1.5 million dollars right now i am looking at it, it is up to 1.6 million dollars like within a couple it still has 21 days left to go and they shattered what they were going for so that's one thing the other thing was this is just supposed to collect interest but for some weird reason the craziest part is is that it is due out in april so Technically, this money was supposed to go towards developing it for the switch and for it's also coming out for the other consoles, but somehow they had it already ready to go, and it releases in April of twenty twenty not next year twenty twenty
0: yeah that's that's crazy they must have made the port yeah. and like just were kept shopping it. it around or somebody. Yeah was
1: going to fund it then backed out or something like that. Yeah. they, They They basically had it ready to go. I think that that's what makes this the most interesting just because, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. They, um, they, yeah, they, they had it already done. It just, they just needed to see what the interest was. And they uh, it shattered it. I can't believe how much it shattered it by, but they create. I think that they added in more now that I'm looking at it again. I think they added in more stretch goals because, like, 50,000 was the switch version, so that was good enough for the switch. Then, um, uh, 250,000 was the steam, steam version, 500,000 was the PlayStation 4 version. But I, I could have sworn that they hit all their stretch goals like right at the beginning like really quickly so i think they added in because they like i said they're at 1.6 at 1.75 you get a remix of the soundtrack featuring a secret special guest whoever that is mm-hmm. and yeah i don't, I don't want to donate just figure that out um and then there's two million is luca's second mission our young hero is back and ready for more adventure. So, I don't know. Donate if you want, though. I, I just think it's cool the way that... A game that... Because I really wanted to get it on the um, the Wii U, but I didn't buy games for the Wii U. So, like a normal person. So, because of that, like... It's cool to see how a cult following like this can just put up that much money that quick. It, it just It's kind of crazy Like also, honestly I, I thought like it, It'll reach
0: the goal It'll get funded But the, yeah. I didn't think it would do Like a crazy amount more
1: And it, like you said Shattered it and, and, and in such a short amount of time that, yeah. That's the other thing Like I said I, I think that you have to put it Like I'm pretty sure that This was up for three Yeah I want to say that This was up for 30 days And it's a weekend and it's already shattered it. Right. Like that's, that's, what's great. Yeah. 50,000 is, is like, like th- that's one thing that we need to stress. $50,000 for this, a game costs to, to even to port a game. It's going to cost more than $50,000. Like don't get that twisted. $50,000 is a astronomically low amount of money for them to port a game, even to port a game. So even – so because of that, this this money that they put in is definitely was just like let's see what happens. Not It wasn't like this is a make it or break it. This is let's see how much interest is in this because we kept it low enough because I want to say that like – I want to say that this is the lowest you can do on Kickstarter. I don't know if that's true, but I, I, there's like a, how much – you have to like have a max – I mean a minimum amount as your goal. And I think that this is like really close to it or something. I heard, I don't know if that's true or not, but this is just a gar- just to see how much interest is in this and there's apparently a lot of interest. Also, I wonder if I don't know if there's any way to see how many people have backed it. Um, I think it should be Yeah, twenty four thousand, twenty four thousand eight hundred forty seven. 24,847. 24, but I wonder I guess that there's no way to really, like, see – I want to know who, who donated what or, like, how many people don't – like, one person donated X amount. You know what I mean? I remember right. that there was a way to see, like, did one person just, like uh, – like, Bill Gates. Was he just like, yeah, I'll throw a million dollars at this. Why not? And that's why it does it, – it's this high. Like, it, did one person just donate an absolute uh, astronomical amount of money for some weird reason because he's really interested in the wonderful one-on-one, but – that's what I wanna know. Or if this is just single handedly everybody just pitching in ten, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars every couple of times to make it up to this high. Right. Okay. We we're done now. I just think it's a really interesting story. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. I'm done now. We can move on. Okay.
0: All right. So next up, um Dan Hauser is going to be leaving Rockstar. So that's I was I was pretty shocked by this. Yeah. That, um, I guess it makes sense because you hear about the stories of the tumultuous development of their their games, or, or just the amount of work that goes in. Um, and the Hauser brothers are the key
1: writers and producers, or what, whatever title it is. But well, he he's like the the main writer. He does, he does he does some producing, but he's mainly the writer. Right. They, and, Sam Sam Sam. Sam yes. Houser? yeah, he's he's mainly the producer. Gotcha. And yeah. there's a huge amount
0: of dialogue in these games. Yeah. Um, op- they're obviously very story intensive, so I'm sure he's got his work cut out for him. And yeah, uh, I'm sure he's at a point that he's financially fine. He can do whatever he wants, especially <laughs> after GTA V.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, for the record, we should also like point out that. The Hauser brothers, them two, are the ones that built Rockstar. Like, they are the founders of Rockstar. So I'm not going to say all that money, but they made a lot of money.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you make some of the most successful games of all time. More power to you. Do what you
1: want. Right. I I just think that it's – I'm interested to see – and he left in like March though of last year, so like he's been gone for quite a while. But in in all honesty, we don't know what sort of impact that has had on Rockstar because I mean they haven't had a game come out yet without him. So right, I am interested to see how this affects the the their the story quality of their games. Honestly, because like I mean. God dang it. I don't mean to talk about it all the time, but I think you would agree. Red Dead 2 story is, uh, I would probably put that up there as like top five video game stories I've ever played. I think that was an amazing story. That's what pulls me back in is that story is just so good in my mind. And for me, I don't know if you would agree or disagree. I'm just saying that it's high up there. Yeah. Like I, 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 I mean, I'm not thinking too hard right now, but, like, Metal Gear Solid, like, the that series is up there for me. For me, not for everybody. Um, I mean, I'd probably say Red Dead right after that. Um, I can't really think of anything else. Holy crap. But that's not the point. We're getting into too much. We're getting into the, the weeds here. Um, so... He he was the main story writer, so he wrote Red Dead. I mean I don't know how much of it is him or how much of it is his team. That's the one thing that always gets a little messy. Like I don't know if somebody said, hey, I have this great idea for a story, and he goes, yeah, that's good. Run with it do this and this instead like switch these events around or I, I don't know. I don't know how much of it is him actually writing it or if it was another portion of the team and he just so happened to lead that team that was so good at writing it. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I'm i interested to see though, if like I expect, I mean, I don't know. I never really cared for the GTA storyline. Like it's just a bunch of drugs always. It's just about drugs, making money or causing Like, don't get me wrong. They're good stories. It's just I don't think that they're really that sort of, like, gut punch. Like, Red Dead was a gut punch. That – that whenever the end of that happens, you kind of – you get a little teared up. If you don't, then there's a problem. And, like, that had a big impact. So I don't know if Rockstar will still be able to put out games with that sort of story impact without him. So I am interested to see how that goes. I don't think – I mean don't get me wrong. GTA 6, if and when it ever comes out, will sell plenty no matter what (laughs) without it. But is is that story – because like I said, with a person like myself who does not care so much about the online experience and cares more about the single-player campaign storyline aspect, this sucks. Potentially this sucks. Moving on.
0: Okay, so next up, um, more sad news. Yeah, well, depending on your perspective, uh, Jeff Keighley is not going to be presenting, or, or not presenting, but not going to be hosting a, a any kind of live coverage of E3 2020. He's not even going. Yeah, his, for, he's been to every E3 for 25 years, and he led. Well, his statement was based on what he has heard or seen of the conference he doesn't feel comfortable running the E3 Coliseum. So I think you could interpret that a couple ways. I mean he elaborated on a little bit, but I could see is he saying that E3 is not what it once was. It's not what it should be. I think obviously people are leaving. It's the scope is smaller. Um, it's very crowded. And uh, they're they're trying to make money by uh, selling tickets, and it's not prioritizing things right. So it, it, it um, the conference works, or the or the convention works, because everybody's been complaining about that the last two years. That people buy tickets and then stand in line for four hours to play one mm-hmm. game for ten minutes, and then they think it's not worth it, right? And go back to another line. <laughs> yeah, but what he said in his statement is he wants a, an event that's more digital and inclusive of the entire industry and fan base, and and. I think he's, his vision, um, we saw a little bit of that at the Game Awards, which he also mentioned in the statement. Um, they had the game festival where you could, for two days, download these demos of games coming out in the next couple of years, and everybody could try them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we, we have the infrastructure there that instead of everybody spending probably hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on booths, um, depending on how crazy your booth is, like – just put out demos for everybody online right and then everybody can get a small glimpse you know and right. obviously there's there's always going to be the the behind closed doors stuff um, your your private preview events for for industry but I mean why not six months ahead of time for a week g- give people these these short 15 minute 30 minute demos of the Falls biggest games you know right. that, that we could be deployed to everybody. Yeah, it, And I think that's sort of what PlayStation is going for, too, is, like, they want to to do events all around the country to help review their new console.
1: Right. I. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. As somebody that, like... I mean, I've said it hundreds of times on the podcast. Like, I I remember waking up for E3. The, the first year that G4 was like, hey, we're going to be at E3, and we're going to show it to you live. That... That was like the greatest summer of my life, man. That was awesome. But whenever they did that, and I wish that, you know, my kids would be able to experience something like that. And it, but at some point you got to you got to let nostalgia go and change with the times. I hope that we can establish like like Jeff was saying, I hope that we can establish a, a moment in time every year the like the digital festival thing, every single year the, the all the big three or four if you want to toss in Google now a Stadia. No. <laughs> but all the all the developers, all the companies, they come together and they say this is what's coming out this year and the rest of this year and next year and this is what's coming this is what's coming. And because that that's personally that's what I don't want to lose i i know that whenever e3 comes every single year in that what like june time frame that's i know that that's whenever i'm going to learn what is being made and what's coming out and i look forward to that every june i do not want that moment during the year gone so i think that it would be a better idea for them to go okay we're all going to have a commitment and just rather than doing like a nintendo with a nintendo direct like they can do that just have one once every june like within the the third week of every june and uh, shit (laughs) microsoft does it first playstation the next day uh nintendo the next day like that's what i would like
0: I think there's there's definitely still going to be something because, um, EA has it's it's during E3 but it's essentially their own show. Right. Same with Microsoft, it's not at or they're not at the convention.
1: Am I right on saying that they're not at the convention center, but they're at they're the Microsoft Theater. Uh, I, I I don't know if they're at the Microsoft Theater. I, I know that I know what you mean though. They're not like officially part of the what is it the ESA. They're not is it the ESA. Yeah, yeah. Either either you can't demo their games
0: at the conference, or they right. don't have their presentation at the conference. I can't remember,
1: but yeah, something like that. It's basically they have their own event outside of E three.
0: And then PlayStation is is gonna. We don't know exactly what it's gonna look like, but they will likely have some kind of big event. I mean,
1: every industry or not, I mean, every industry, but they're but, not going to be at E three though. That's that's important. Like Sony has already said that they will not be at E three again. Yeah. But you've got like uh, Apple always has their iPhone event in September. Right. Uh,
0: Samsung has the Galaxy One in the spring that we just had. But, right. Um, Google usually and also goes in the fall. Microsoft Surface stuff is usually in the fall.
2: I mean,
1: well, G- Google has Google and Samsung have two. Oh, and Apple have, have they have two throughout the year because they Samsung has unpacked now and then they have the Note event later. In the fall. Oh, yeah. Google has Google I.O., which is more about their developers and programming and stuff like that. That happens in the spring and then spring summer, whatever you want to say. And then they have their um shit. What the hell is it called now? Their Google Google experience, maybe? I don't know. It's some some kind of buzzword like that. Right. But that's in the fall. Um Apple has their keynote in the spring and has their hardware showcase whatever you want to say in the fall microsoft uh i don't think microsoft does too but yeah but yes you get i i get where you're going with it they all have their like this is what happens every single year no matter what they show off this stuff then and that stuff then
0: and you got like comic-con where usually marvel will Announce now it's like the next yeah. few months of movie lineup thing, like things like that. I, I, I'm sure we will have events like that. Um, it just may be more spread out.
2: Yeah.
1: I just, that's what I want. That's what I don't want. I don't, I want them to do it every year, but I want them to be fluid. Like for, this is bad, but okay. And by the last couple of years, I mean this past year you came down to my house and we watched E3 together. And that was awesome. And it yeah. sucks that like, Potentially without knowing, hey, this week we're going to – all the com, all the, the companies are going to show off their stuff. Like we can't have that get-together again and watch this sort of experience again. If they said Monday will be this, Tuesday will be that, and Wednesday will be this, then we, we could work around that and you could have a get-together every single year on that one time to experience it together. And that's what I want is something to experience – Something set in stone where rather than it's just like Nintendo will announce – I mean Nintendo has has a direct around that time every year or whatever you want to say. That's their conference is another direct, but if they could say like, yeah, we'll do it this time every single year rather than being like we'll have one in March. And then we won't have another one again until September. And then maybe we'll have a Pokemon direct in there somewhere. Like, no, I want it all condensed, put it all in one thing, trailers and all – Put it out on youtube or wherever the hell you want to put it out on this day at this time every single year you can have your other stuff spread throughout the year but this is what i want every single year no ifs, ands or buts they during that week you can download whatever the hell you want to try out our demos and all this other stuff i want a set week to have it and this is what happens every single year between the big companies done <sighs> but digitally Digitally, it doesn't need to be an event. You don't need to have everybody get together and, like, build these stupid um, booths. Don't get me wrong. The booths are awesome. The year with um, Breath of the Wild for Nintendo, that was awesome. I'm sure it was. It's somebody something that wasn't there. But everybody bragged about how awesome that thing was. I mean, that sucks because I would like to have seen that in my time. But I understand it's stupid money now. It's stupid to spend that much money whenever you can just put out a trailer on YouTube and everybody can see it at their own convenience and that just makes it yeah. so much easier. And same with the demos. We have the bandwidth. We have the capability of you just putting a demo out there and every you can get so many more people to test it so much quicker. This is like a game tester is no longer a thing because you now can just do a beta if you want. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are still game, game testers, but to keep things secret. But yeah, it, we do have the means to not have to have this gigantic ass booth. So with that being said, Jeff Keighley skipping E3, it's super sad, but makes complete sense. And I secretly I hope that he can be like, you know what? I made the Game Awards, and that's done. That's done pretty well. Let me make a conference too. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: mean, to me, this is like this means it's kind of the the funeral march for e3 like
1: the, yeah the, how many more years is it going to go on i don't know i uh, i don't know i mean and it, it, it's sad to knowing that like microsoft microsoft bought the studio i mean the the microsoft uh what is it microsoft something shit i can't theater? remember microsoft yeah studio. theater theater they bought that theater to be there and it sucks that like now it's like they, they clearly bought it for e3 clearly anybody that doesn't believe that no you're wrong but so that part sucks. But at the same time, it's Microsoft. They they got the money. It's not that big of a deal. They can find plenty of other uses for that theater. I mean. Yeah, that's what I was going there's,
0: <laughs> there's stuff they can use it for. But yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this E3 goes and what the future looks like. Um, but speaking of the future. Oh, did, oh
1: that segue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get, we got a segment we're going to be starting, um, and I think this is a very appropriate time going into well console wars in the few, in the fall and uh, the streaming wars heating up uh, called battle royale. So these these competition focused headlines will be uh, uh, pitting against each other here. So.
1: Uh, <laughs> Well, we'll, no, time out. The headlines are about companies facing off. We are not having a a battle royale between the headlines. Like, we're not going to say this is a better headline over that one.
0: The way you phrase that was kind of confusing. Yes, yep, yep.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, Go off what he said. Right. (laughs) Moving on. So this is our battle royale segment. I think that we should have, like, special music in the background. Listen, it's a work in progress, everybody. Dun-dun-dun. No, like i mean the whole time like as you're as we're talking oh. through this like <laughs> so unless you want to sit there and just be it's not gonna work yeah prob- probably not oh. okay first first headline go ahead
0: okay so N- nvidia's geforce <laughs> now service uh launched what like this week or last um so there's a free option that where you can get a, a one hour play session, um, or five dollars a month for, I believe, what six hours six hour play session play session. Sorry. Yeah. Um. I don't like that. So there is, I believe, it's PC, uh, Android, iOS apps, where it streams from an NVIDIA data center where they're running, I, I believe it's like like RTX 2080 or equivalent hardware. So stuff looks pretty good. Um, uh, this has been in beta for a few years, and uh, the impressions that have been coming out since the the official launch have really just been that the performance is great. Um, now, is part of that because it's it's a lesser known service and they don't have as many people on it at the same time, possibly, but. Yeah. I mean, Stadia's have it, had issues in it, and that install base is not big. So I don't think that's uh, – I think they're both in probably the same same kind of spot. You know, right. one's not much, much bigger than the other. Um, so it's good to see – well, it's it's honestly kind of crazy to see NVIDIA deliver performance when Google has one of the biggest cloud infrastructures in the world, you know, Right. probably millions and millions of dollars. Uh, but exciting to see a, a service come out. What is that? Same or no, that's uh, much less, much less expensive per month. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it works. Um, it's just pulling games from your steam library. Um, so you actually don't have to rebuy the games, which that's huge. Yeah. Like, that That's really good. The value proposition is, is much better. So you're not rebuying all your favorite games at full price. Um, now, Activision Blizzard did pull all of their games, which basically comes out to any Blizzard game. Plus, Call of Duty is not on the service. But to me, uh, the uh, rest of the Steam library is so huge that it... I mean, they're big games, but there's so much else you can still play.
1: Oh, do you think that maybe they pulled it because they have their own launcher with like, uh, Battle.net? Battle? Yeah, Battle.net. I just thought about that.
0: I mean, that might be part of it. Like because, Or they're going to be working with somebody else in the future. Right. Know.
1: Like GeForce maybe is using, um, because they're using Steam, they want to, they don't, they obviously, oh, I guess their games are still on Steam, so it doesn't matter. But I don't know. My one big issue with all this is that, like, why is it on a timer? It just doesn't make sense to me.
0: Right. That That is kind of weird
1: just like just why (laughs) i don't i get it i i I get that you're like competing with with stadia and stuff like that but i'm maybe you can disagree well you don't have it do you yeah you can't it yeah um i was gonna say maybe you would disagree but i don't really see Stadia as competition right now like no well i say that i don't know because like there's their tech works stadia's tech works it it's just the games aren't there, which we'll get to later. But like GeForce now, it works just like Stadia does. But why are you putting a timer on there? It just I don't know, and it, it, I don't know. It, it that just it it baffles me. Like Nvidia, whoever was in your board meeting or whatever, and goes, "So I have this idea to stream games." But on a timer, that person needs to be fired. And whoever above that person said, yeah, this is a good idea, needs to also be fired. So, so from that person who generally ha- – who had the idea at the beginning and everybody up from there needs to be fired. So there. That's – that's my two because it's just you own the game on steam like it pulls from your steam library so you already own the game and it's just a way to stream the game so like what why would you choose to do that whenever you can just put it on like play it on your pc i realize that like the whole point is to like stream it to something and like your computer's not right in front of you but i just don't get it just don't see i think like if you're
0: like traveling or something and then you're using it that way, like you're, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of time. See, as, as an adult, like I never have six hours. I believe six hours is the limit for the $5 a month. I never have six hours to game. So like, that's not an issue. The one hour is that's, that's annoying.
1: I mean, like I, I get that. I, 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 I get that. It's not, I get that. It's not an issue for you. And I get that it's definitely not an issue for me. I, I completely understand. I understand, like, your whole point of it's um, it's mostly for, like, if you're traveling or something. And if you're traveling, you don't really have the time to play for six hours. But I don't think that it's NVIDIA's decision to, for that. Like, what, that you're not – you should – a company should not dictate how much time I have to play a game in my mind and this is what they're kind of doing and the only reason why i can think that this is appropriate the only reason is they're trying because obviously if you and i are playing on on their surface for an extended amount of time more than six hours or even six hours let's say right at the edge for six hours if we are using their Their server space because you're taking up server space. A cloud is not just an imaginary thing. A cloud is like it's connecting to a server, and server maintenance is a serious thing. For anybody that's listening that doesn't know, server maintenance is gigantically important, gigantically. So because of that, I understand that you're taxing their servers, and you're taxing their servers for a long time, and they want to limit how much time you can spend doing that. That way they can still like profit from it. You get what I mean? Like they're, they're trying to find that balance between how much time you can tax their servers and how much time they will allow you until it's no longer profitable for them, which makes sense because they are a business that isn't that – the thing. However, then let me pay – give me a tier to pay for an unlimited amount of time. Right. And they're not even offering that. So I just don't know. They it, it just it, they made all the right moves until somebody said, "Let's put it on a timer." <laughs> and what what happens if you're playing past that and you just didn't save? <laughs> it, it'll it apparently just shuts it off. That's uh, what an article. So said. it doesn't even give you the prompt, the prompt like, "Hey, save your shit." Um, I'm not sure
0: what what the prompt uh, situations looking like, but it, it, if you go past it
1: without saving it, your unsaved stuff is lost. This is dumb. Okay. I'm not, this is dumb moving on. Cause I can't keep going about it. Good job. NVIDIA though. Like seriously though, streaming. Excellent. Um, and the whole scope of battle of the battle Royale segment for the record. GeForce is, is competing with stadia and is competing with, um, xbox uh what is it cloud cloud x cloud x cloud there we go um and like i would say geforce is higher than stadia and as somebody that hasn't used it i i don't know i would say they they're probably number one right now like with quality and everything but as soon as you toss in that stupid timer man you you're you're at the bottom you're done stadia doesn't require a timer uh stadia oh actually that's something that well we can talk about that next but like stadia doesn't require a timer
2: uh,
1: um, x cloud doesn't require a timer like why I, I could go on about this stupid timer for days. it's very odd okay move on before i get going again
0: <laughs> okay so um GeForce Now's primary competition is Stadia, um, which the game library is not quite there yet, but uh, what they've said is that it's up to developers to announce games for Stadia, um, (laughs) which I think does
1: not set their platform up for success. I mean, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, I get what they're, I feel like it's a cop out. Like, they're saying hey it's not up to us. We are not going to announce our games. And that 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 statement, that statement as a whole is a correct statement. It should not be Nintendo should not be announcing it should Nintendo should not be announcing what Platinum is doing for instance uh, without Platinum's consent. Cuz like obviously like right. these companies are building games that they want to keep secret even from companies that they're building the games for. Like Nintendo, like Microsoft, like Sony. But at this and the Stadia is – Google is just offering a platform for these games to be played. They are – so they're, they are the Sonys, the Nintendos, the Microsofts. And it is not their right to be saying, hey, these are the games coming out for Stadia without the company, the, the, the developers saying we're making these games and you can say this. However, everybody – OK, everybody should know that. So why are you telling us this? Like, we know that. But it's also up to Nintendo, I'm sure, is going to other – Nintendo's not a good example – Microsoft. Microsoft is going to other developers and saying, we need you to make games for our our console, and we need you to do that on a regular basis or what have you, like within a time frame. So like – Google is sounding like it is up to developers to create the games and announce the games whenever they want to come to Stadia. But in all reality, Google should also be pushing them to put their games on Stadia and pushing them to announce games for Stadia. So it's like you're giving – it a cop-out by saying – you're giving the the correct answer, but your your correct answer does not change the fact that there's no games on Stadia. This it has nothing. It is not answering the question of why are there no games on Stadia.
0: And they should be focused on making a platform that people want to develop for. Right. So you shouldn't um, just say, oh, hey, we made this, and then you know, put your hands in the air and say, right. hey, that's it, we're done. Um, now you guys carry the rest of it, which is that's what this sounds like to me, honestly. Right. And I'm sure that's not entirely how they meant it to sound, but uh, that that's the case, I think. Um, so they need to do their part to make sure they have a platform that people want to play on and people want to bring their games to. Right.
1: And and I uh, I don't. <laughs> Well one thing that I wanted to add to this, um, is that I because it's not on our list, but it deals with Stadia is that their um their free version is coming out soon. Their free tier is coming out soon. Which Yeah. And that I can't remember when. I wanna say it's next month, March. I, I, I think all
0: that all that was said was in the next month or two. Okay. Next couple of months or so.
1: Well, going back to GeForce now, that's another issue if like you right now what you are offering is better than Stadia and has better games than Stadia and all this other stuff, but because of that stupid timer, if you if Google is now going to offer their free tier and all I need to do is go out and get a Chromecast and I mean obviously I'm going to have to buy some games, but if If they're still going to – if that free tier is going to come out without a timer, I'm going to Stadia. Because like I said before, Stadia's tech works. There's just no games. That's the issue. GeForce Now, stupid timer, has games, but you have to pay for it. And if you don't pay for it, you only get an hour. And yeah, I would would be going to Stadia then. So like GeForce needs to get rid of the stupid timer before stadia comes out with their free tier because i personally think that whenever the free tier for stadia comes out it's i'm not going to say it's going to be a game changer because it's it's not going to be a game changer but that is definitely going to put them much farther along than project x or i mean x x X cloud it's going to put them farther along than x cloud because X Cloud is, it's, I mean, it's still in beta. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to put them farther along that, and it's going to push them over GeForce now because of that, because of the stupid timer. <laughs> Sorry, I can go off. I, I, yeah, but it, it'll but, all be fine. Yeah, but Stadia is still right now. It should, it Stadia should be in beta. It Definitely should be in beta. GeForce now. W- did they say that this is like officially out, like out of beta? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, then whatever. I was gonna say all, all streaming, all streaming platforms should be in beta right now. They, we do not have the technology. We do not have the streaming. We you don't have you either don't have the games. You don't have the tech, <laughs> or you have a timer.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: If you have one of those three, you should still be in beta. Cause like I mean, XCloud works. You and I are in the beta. I don't know when the last time was that you used it, but. I mean, I used it a couple months ago. It, it worked fine, but it's only on the phone. That's the problem. And honest to God, if you are on... I don't know if you've ever played it. Did you play it out, not on Wi-Fi?
0: Uh, no, because um, I, I played it on Wi-Fi at my girlfriend's place, and it was okay. And then played it at my place, and it was slightly more okay. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to it's probably pretty bad no, no it off, I, off
1: Wi-Fi oh yeah I mean. yeah 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 oh yeah oh dude off Wi-Fi is terrible which like
0: until we get 5g everywhere it's gonna be the case
1: right right and I'm and because of that like we do not have the infrastructure for you to be able to push streaming so it should be in beta So everything should be in beta. All streaming should be in beta. The only streaming that actually works on a consistent level and with extremely good quality is Netflix. So unless you're Netflix, no stream, Done. (laughs) (laughs) And even Netflix sometimes is questionable. But hey, I get 4K or it claims I get 4K HDR, so I'm fine with it. Okay, anyway. So we have two
0: streaming services that are officially out and and released um but one big one that is still still beta is project X Cloud. so we've had some news related to that um xcloud just uh moved to ios as well so invites have just come out for that Mm -hmm. i believe that was this week so that's good to see because that was one thing that that did influence my decision to move to android is like This stuff is going to be the future of gaming, and I guarantee it's going to take a year to move to iOS, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to wait for that, Um, so I'm glad to see that it's already happening for xCloud.
2: Yeah. Still not
0: the case on Stadia.
1: A little bit quicker than that year.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Samsung just had their uh, Galaxy S20 event, and... Briefly, briefly announced that they're partnering with Microsoft on a streaming service that we'll all hear about later. So, um, what I would guess, or I guess this is what people talked about on podcasts, other podcasts is uh, X Cloud is probably going to like play ble- play best on um, Galaxy phones, <laughs> and it makes sense because um, I'm sure Microsoft is not going to partner with. Google for the Pixel, and Samsung is the biggest Android phone manufacturer. So, if they have some kind of tie-in where you get get the next Galaxy and you get a few months of xCloud free or or whatever, um, they could tie that in together. Because um, Google has their own service, um, Apple has Apple Arcade, which is not necessarily the same thing, but they're that's their stab at at a gaming subscription. <laughs>
1: Not even close to the same thing.
0: Right. <laughs> but, um, I think what they wanted to do here was partner with the biggest Android phone manufacturer to have some kind of, some kind of deal, some kind of endorsement. Um, I mean, obviously X cloud has been on everything, so I don't imagine this is going to impact their plans to release it on everything, but there'll probably be some kind of exclusive features. Um, and I think I also heard that Samsung probably has the the biggest 5G footprint right now
1: or I, something like that. I'm sure that's true. I mean, they have their – yeah, they have the, fi- the Note 10 5G, the Note 10 Plus 5G.
2: Um,
1: they have the Z Flip that's coming out. That's 5G. Um, they have a 5G version of the S20. Um, I want to say the flip, the Samsung flip, the other flip, not the Z flip, the other flip. Uh, The fold? Yeah, the fold, not the flip, the fold. They start with F, shut up. Um, (laughs) I think that those, I think that one's 5G too. So like, I'm sure that, I don't... I think that I think there should be an asterisk next to that. They probably have the biggest five G footprint, as in they actually have the most devices capable of utilizing five G. But yeah, but I know that might have been what it was. Right, but I want to say that they are five G. Okay, I'm so sorry. We're going to get into the weeds on this one for a second. I want to say that their five G only deals with millimeter wave, which is only which is only higher tier five G. Which is fine, but there's like nobody that uses it. I mean, like, okay, I, I take that back. Um, millimeter wave is going to be that's going to be all the bigger ones besides T-Mobile. So it's going to be Verizon and AT and T. The issue is is AT and T has the largest five G infrastructure, but it's only within a city, within certain cities. Verizon uses five uh, millimeter wave, but it. <sighs> it's not in very many cities oh 18, that's what it is 18 is only corporate so like only businesses can utilize its 5g in certain cities so that even limits limits it more verizon is in cities everybody can use it but you, the downfalls of 5g is you have to be like right next to the damn tower like right with there cannot be anything blocking you so that's another thing that you can't use and then um which don't get me wrong, it's gonna it's gonna be developed, but then T-Mobile is T-Mobile does not do millimeter wave. However, that is for everybody across the country, and you do not have to be next to a tower. So it, it's but it's not millimeter millimeter wave to where then even that 5G the 5G and the Samsung phones can't utilize it. It's all extremely complicated. I got into a big 5G thing at one point. I'm going to take your word on all that. Yeah, but that's the reason why I was going to say I feel like it should be an asterisk because, yeah, you have the most phones. I'm sure that's exactly what they were saying, but the coverage is not there for you.
0: But again, they want to get – Microsoft wants to get themselves into a position where once 5G is more prevalent, they have a partnership with this manufacturer of 5G devices, which is going to make their service – super useful right
1: I mean yeah that and and it's a good partnership I find it I mean yeah it, it's a it's a really good partnership yeah and it's exciting but what yeah,
0: it, it, I just think it's exciting to see this stuff become more real because like six months um, six months ago like we didn't know how this stuff was gonna shake out
1: right I mean, yeah. And I think that personally, the one thing that bothers me about this is that, like, they went with, I'm glad that they went with Samsung. I feel like Samsung is, like, getting a little too big for their bridges. (laughs) Just because, like, okay, they have the, the Z Flip, they have the S20, they have the S20 Plus, which is the bigger version of it, they have an S20 Ultra with the bigger one they had they still have the note coming out this year the note's been broken down to the the note 10 the note 10 and the note 10 plus and then the note 10 plus 5g so like that's three versions of the same damn phone and like i i don't know i feel like they're making a lot of the same versions of like i don't know they're their differences in the same phone are so marginal that it's just it's and i feel like like uh, apple is like hey what what phone do you have an apple an apple phone well that's like two you either have an iphone 10 or well in this case 11 whatever or you have the the pro or you have the non-pro is really all that it is. Like, they, they have different changes in screen size and stuff like that. But, like, Samsung every single year is coming out with, like, eight different variations of a phone. Right. And it's – but what – and so in my mind, I wish that they didn't necessarily partner with Samsung. It's still a good thing for Samsung. I think that it would have just been better going with some other company. But I understand why they pick Samsung. They're not going to bolster Google – And they're not going to – they're definitely not partnering with Apple. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) I'm sorry. You got me going on phones. Moving on. Phil Spencer. Anyway,
0: (laughs) Phil Spencer also said that Amazon and Google are the the real competition for Xbox in the future. Um, Again, coming back to the streaming stuff, in 10 years, are we going to even have consoles anymore and at that point, if that's, if that's the way the industry goes, whoever has the biggest data in- infrastructure is going to come out. Maybe not necessarily come out on top, but going to be positioned to, to be successful. Right. Right. I mean, you got to have other factors going for you, but you got to have good infrastructure to make everything work.
1: Right. I, I, yeah.
0: That's, I, it, that... I mean, it's funny. He said that after how the stadium launch has gone, But they could always turn it around.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know because – I'm going to throw shade at Google. Sorry. But, yeah, they – so, like I've said, the Stadia – the Stadia Stadia works. The the tech behind Stadia works. So that's numerous times on this podcast. But – because of that, I do think that it's like a prime candidate for Google to be like, "Listen, listen this works. Now we're done with it." Just like with, um, I'm, oh, this isn't exactly the same like equation, but like Android, they have proven that Android works, and they were like, "All right, now everybody take it and do what you want with it." And I feel like that may be what ends up happening with Stadia, where like they showed that it can work now. Nintendo can come along and be like, hey, we want to utilize Stadia, and they'll be like, okay, here you go. Here's everything for Stadia. We, we developed it. We came up with the product, and now you turn it into whatever you want. You get, like they, they came up with the backbone for everybody to utilize the same service, just like Android. Everybody can now use Android and tweak it to whatever you want to be stadia can kind of be on that same level. So I could see like stadia being something that Google drops honestly. But with the whole thing behind Phil Spencer, the thing that interests me is I don't out of those 3, Amazon doesn't have like a like a, a, a games division, you know. So
0: they, they, they do but um they have not really announced anything about it. They do? They have they have a games division and they actually they're publishing an
1: MMO yeah right called new new world and I think that comes out yeah. in, in summer I forgot because I know that they have the the engine they have Lumberyard which is their engine yeah and um I don't know because I don't know I think that it's weird like this is like the, what he's saying here is that it's a three horse race and. Honestly, I don't know which one would win. Amazon has the biggest cloud infrastructure for that. Microsoft is second. Google is a little bit farther behind, but Google has already proven that their tech works. And Microsoft is still in beta. Google should be in beta, but Microsoft is still in beta. But Microsoft also already has a partnership with Samsung, like we just said. And they have a partnership with Sony because, remember, Sony said that they would use Azure so like the technically microsoft already has the two biggest um gaming companies in the world on its side so i I feel like it's kind of like a weird little three horse race i will say that um i i agree with him like they're the main real competition but at the same time i don't I don't think that we can go to a non-console future, like an all-streaming future, just because I think that mostly – I think that's still pretty far a ways away, only because I think that everybody still wants – it's just like you with the PC versus console. Do you want to deal with something that may not work all the time or something – or having a box in your house? Yes, it may also be able to stream games, but at the end of the day, if you wanted to, you can just toss in a game and you know that's going to work all the time like i don't think that we're we're to the point where i am not willing to give up a console in my house that i know will work without the internet like at any point in time if my internet goes down i can because internet going down is still a very big thing it happens all the time so it yeah i don't i don't know if we're there yet i can see that in like i don't know tech's gotten crazy in in the last decade so i could see maybe in the next decade like this decade that we're in like 2030 ish but i don't think before then there we go that's my also vr is not in the plans for xbox oh yeah um i i think that makes sense the vr or what i said or both the fact that VR is not in the plans. Yeah, I I, th- I think that we've proven that VR is a fun gimmick. It,
0: it, it, I think that honestly, the biggest potential is not in gaming anymore. Yeah. Unless Half Life Half Life Alex changes the industry, and what? I don't I don't think that. Um, Do you think it will? Uh, I, uh, I just needed to come out first. That's all. <laughs> that's all I want to know.
1: Well, that's the easy answer. As somebody somebody that just bought an Oculus, do you think it will change the future? uh, It's tough to say what kind of
0: impact it will have, but I think based on what I've seen, it looks like the most revolutionary VR game. Really? I I think that's part of the reason
1: why I'm so hyped for it. I don't don't even think that. I don't think that it will come out and be... I don't know. I, I don't think it will, but that's me i think that the i think that we've already seen the biggest um the the biggest land change the most influential game the game that proven that can work i think we've already seen it
0: what beat saber or what
1: no honestly you're gonna laugh at me i think maybe astrobot only because, yeah, like, the, w- that's what, yeah, yeah. The, the, the way that they took it, like, you can, you can play a normal game in VR. And I think that everybody just thinks that it's VR. It can't be a normal game. But that's just not the way that it should be in my mind. But I I think that VR should be another way to experience a normal game, not a game that you can experience a different way. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Uh, unless it's something so revolutionary that it can only happen in
1: VR. I don't think that – I do not think that it would be possible. Like if you – if I could have a goggles on and uh, – only because I saw this in Alex. But if I could have a VR headset on and pick up a gun and like load and unload the, the, the gun and shoot it just like a normal gun and whatever while I'm playing the game – That's whenever it would change things. It is impossible. I do not think that it is possible to do that without having some sort of more immersion and more um, peripherals. So and I think that everything has to be connected in order for you to be truly immersed in it. And I don't think that that's possible today where you're still going to have a controller of some type there yeah yeah that's fair (laughs) okay (laughs) moving on next one uh
0: what is next Um, Switch. switch has most likely outsold the xbox one now microsoft has not given us hard numbers uh for a while um but what the general consensus has been is that basically ps4 is outselling it two to one um i believe it was a year 18 months ago or two years ago, um EA basically kind of spilled the beans that at that time we had what maybe I can't remember the exact numbers, but they basically said the, the the home console market is this big and it basically showed that PS4 was like we knew PS4 numbers. They said the home console market is this big for this generation Basically, just showed that uh, Xbox One was half of PS4 sales, hmm. so that puts that at around 50 million or a little more. Um, so Switch has just overtaken the 50 million mark, and they've been on the market for three and a half years less than Xbox One. So Switch is selling very well. That's
1: crazy. That that is like truly crazy.
0: Yeah, and. See, my as a hardcore gamer, I worry about what kind of longevity this revision of the Switch has because it's already struggling to play, you, you know, uh, uh, the ports that are coming to it. Yeah. So as we move into next gen, Nintendo's going to have to update their tech so that we can get ports like of everything from the current
1: generation. Or, or, or they could say, "Hey, Google, you have the Stadia thing. We have a Switch." How about right. how about you jump on board, and, and I mean, you, how about you you give us that tech so we could then? I mean, because they're streaming to a phone, and I'm not gonna I, right. I, I'm not gonna say that a the switch is more powerful than a phone because that's not true. That is not an accurate statement, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Right, and the, the, with the cloud, the cloud is just pushing it. The all the. I mean, the server itself is just pushing that image to whatever device it is. It does The device doesn't have to be that – it doesn't have to be powerful. That's the reason why you can run games in the browser and stuff like that, a Chrome browser. So, I mean, a, a Switch is perfect for that, perfect for that. And I – I know that they won't do this, but – I really think that they should reach out to Google and say, you already have this technology we it on the Switch. That, that's a game changer, like literally a game yeah. changer, if, especially if – and honestly, if I was Google, I would reach out to them and say, hey, you're selling this, this console like hotcakes. We have this technology. It sucks for us. We can't sell anything. We can't get games on it. How about we let, allow you to play – you can play games now on your Switch. And and if, if Nintendo could uh, – I don't know if they'll want to do that. I would hope so. But if Nintendo wanted to, they could even open up their um, – the Bluetooth in the, the Switch to allow other controllers to be connected. Because honestly, and I, I'm asking you this. If you had your choice of any controller, any controller, your Elite, your PlayStation 4 controller, whatever you want, um, which ones would – what would be your most preferred controller?
0: That is a very good question. Okay. Uh, I, probably, probably the Elite the xbox elite. okay
1: i'm i'm sorry to do this to you i know what would be two because I, I do have a point here i just need you to say something
0: uh, uh i i prefer the layout of the xbox one controller okay. but i've had a lot of problems with my xbox one controller as well okay so and ps4 i i don't like the layout as much but i have not had the same issues just that the battery doesn't last as long But Hmm. connectivity issues, buttons failing, blah, blah, blah. That hasn't happened with my PS4
1: controller. Yeah, me either. Well, okay. So, honest to God, this is going to shock some people. But, honest to God, the controller that I would use the most, if I could, is my Switch Pro controller. So, what I'm saying is, like, if I could use a Switch Pro controller to play, um... (laughs) Shit, why not just say it again? To play Red Dead 2, I would do it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, because it's on Stadia. Like, I would do that in a heartbeat. And they already have that that connection because it's obviously a Nintendo controller. Like, I I just, I think that that would be a really good thing. I, oh my god, I got myself excited, dude. That's, like, that's such a good idea. But
0: I think it's just a matter of time until one service is on Switch because um yeah obviously nintendo and microsoft have been chummy for a while by porting you know uh ori and cuphead and whatnot yeah um but also (laughs) sony put out like a a user survey that was like oh would you want to see ps now on this that or nintendo switch right so oh yeah i remember that which i mean that's not hard evidence or anything but they're thinking about it so it's like yeah What's going to be the first service to go to switch, and are they going to allow more than one? You know, that's that's a those are very interesting questions. Yeah, on
1: LinkedIn they have um, a job for uh, for the Pokemon company, so maybe maybe I can apply. It? Uh, it's like IT senior IT something IT analyst something like that. All everything that I get is IT, so it's IT something or another, but um maybe i can apply for that get it get my name in the door or get my foot in the door name or name and foot both of them together <laughs> and then right. I, I can be like yo nintendo let me tell you about this idea that i got shit if they listen to this podcast it's gone dude ugh. yeah you you can't be giving up this game for free dog i know dude ugh. whatever it's fine but back to it outselling the xbox one that's crazy do you what do you do you think that will be the best selling console by the time um, it's all said and done
0: just curious it's tough man it's tough i guess i haven't i haven't looked up what the trajectory has been compared to ps4 because i i think if if they can keep ps4 going ps4 has the potential right right so if it uh, the, the next gen's probably going to be expensive, so if they can keep PS4 going at 200 or 150, they're going to be able to sell a lot in the later years and potentially take that number. Switch has been selling at an astronomical rate, but, but I see longevity being a problem.
1: Right? But I do you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, but I don't know. Like, is it selling? better now than the playstation 4 was at its same time uh, see that that i don't know okay i didn't know maybe you just knew offhand i, d- I know we talked about it once but i don't know if you ever found the answer or if i even found the answer i i don't know i i don't know if that's i see the and i hate to say that i'm wrong here but i i do think that maybe me pushing for a switch pro version is way too soon like it, it's always been talked about a switch pro version has always been talked about for a while now but when the the playstation 4 pro didn't come out until the playstation 4 was out for what two three years three years Th- three years yeah so like if they're pushing three now for the uh switch yeah yeah I, that's what i'm saying like if they did it if they did it last year, that's way too soon. But, I mean, we're getting there now, and they said don't expect it this year. But, I mean, honestly. If not this year, it needs to be next
0: year. Yeah. Like, it needs to be after, yes. like, right after next but year it comes out.
1: I personally think that that's the reason why the PlayStation 4 is selling so well is because of that half-step console. That And, yeah. and I think that that just caused I bought another one. I bought two PlayStation 4s. Holy! What the hell is wrong with me? I also have two Xbox Ones in my house right now, but I only have one PlayStation Four though. But um, yeah, that I think that that other half step switch would, it's going would allow everybody because I'm buying it. If the, if you told me right now that there was a Switch Pro out, and I say this is the person who does a job, I'd pre-order it, guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. I have no idea how I'd pay for it, but I would. I would open up another credit card for it. <laughs> so plasma? Uh, that's only like what ten cents? I mean, uh, ten dollars? I think plasma. I think you get. Fi- I think you get fifty bucks a time. I hate
0: needle. Or twenty. Twenty-five. Anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: Uh, maybe. How much are a kid How much are kidneys going for? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked on the black market. Okay, I'll. I'll look later. I'll let you know. I did. I did think. Do you remember like how somebody was selling their toe once? No. What? Yeah. Somebody. No. S- no okay. We're moving past that. I do know that that one dude sold his forehead. Do you remember that? Like he sold his forehead as ad space. Yeah. Yeah. As ad space. Which was like I would do that, dude. Totally. Uh, totally. That's gonna. That's gonna really hurt your chance of getting a job. Well. Uh, that's why I'm going to make sure that they're paying me enough to not have to worry about getting another job. Oh yeah. No, I don't think I can deal with a, with a, a tattoo on my forehead. I can barely deal with the tattoo on my arm, like meaning the pain of it. And that's on my arm. Cause I'm just such a, I'm just so terrified of needles. It's a problem moving on though. Okay. So the, <laughs> there was a, a survey that went out at GDC. I think it was. Uh, we haven't had GDC yet. Not GDC, something else. Crap. I, and of course the link doesn't work that I had. There's a there was a um, there's a survey that went out somewhere somewhere and uh developers did a vote on what their and it, it had a whole bunch of stuff. But one of the questions was I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but it was what excites you the most about the future. And on there, it was PlayStation 5 and Xbox One. I mean, and Xbox Project X. Yeah, duh. Um, And it was only like, I think 50% said that they are most interested in the PlayStation 5. Oh, and I want to say that Xbox Project X was only at 40%. So what this is saying is that uh, these numbers mean absolutely nothing, but it's saying that developers are, developers are more interested in the PlayStation Five tech than they are in the Xbox Project X tech. That's all that means. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing, though. Just I don't know. I don't know if they're saying this because like. The PlayStation Five is easier to program for because, like that, that matters. Nobody wanted to program for the PlayStation Three because the um, the uh, cell processor. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, I know there's a cell in there. Yeah, the cell processor was just so hard to code for that nobody wanted to do it. Nobody, was, and I wonder if the PlayStation Five is the same way. Where like, I mean, well, the project Xbox Project X is the same way. We're just developers don't really want to code for it because i don't know how the x cloud is going to be integrated or even if it's going to be integrated at all but i'm sure that having that integration in there is going to change the code for it in some aspect so i i wonder if that has anything to do with it i don't, it's just interesting to know that developers are already siding with a playstation 5 even though we own we barely know specs I mean, I'm sure that they know more than us, but yeah. It's it's tough to say because it's. I mean,
0: it's everything sounds like the Xbox Series X will be easy to develop for because the all the backwards compatible or most of the backwards compatible stuff games from 360 and original Xbox are supposed to carry over. Right. That's what the back and pad team's been working on. So. But same with the PlayStation Five. Yeah. So. It seems like they're continuing the trend that it's a very PC-like architecture, and they're just upping right. your CPU, GPU, and the the hard drive in this case. So, um, um, I mean, I'm sure the leaks will be coming, right? And uh, we'll hear more scuttlebutt about what it's like uh, for developers. But everything seems like the consoles are going to be very similar, right? Um, so um i'm I'm interested to hopefully hear what what differences people are seeing, which will pr- probably be like on a leaked reddit post or something like
1: that yeah but. I don't know. <laughs> or reset error or whatever yeah. I don't know it's just it's it's interesting that they like would already have that like I don't know it's an interesting number, but it means nothing is in all reality like you're still gonna buy what you're gonna buy. You're, there's still going to be third party games on both consoles like it, it, that's not going anywhere it's right. it, basically and at this point unfortunate, as unfortunate as it is you're really only choosing the, the your console choice is only like gated by what first party games do you want to play if you want to play Uncharted The Last of Us Ratchet and Clank, I'm losing track of other Sony first party games but if you want to play those types of games you're, you have to get a Playstation if you want to play Halo Gears of War other <laughs> other, other Xbox Microsoft exclusive games first party games like, which I guess now that I think about it, there's a lot of first party Microsoft Studios now geez there's a lot um yeah they added a lot who did sony just buy up
0: something insomnia yeah that's it
1: obviously i mean whatever um what sunset overdrive was is the only one that i can think of of their games that was exclusive to the to xbox yeah um but whatever uh yeah, your 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 console choice is only gated by what exclusives you want to play, and that's all. Right. And the exclusives nowadays are only deal with first party games. Right. So yeah, I mean, the one thing that I okay. think you can guarantee is that Mario and Zelda are not coming to either one of those, are not coming to the PlayStation Five or. Xbox one I mean Xbox Project X. God dang there's too many X's.
0: I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. But that's it. Okie doke. Well <laughs> Is it is it time to par- park the bus? Or wait, what was the what was the didn't we come up with a different analogy?
1: Uh uh I don't think so. But I was going to ask, just because, you know, why not just throw shade at our own podcast? Do you have a lesser known?
0: (laughs) I couldn't think of anything. But I didn't spend too much time thinking about it.
1: Right. Um, uh, Oh, I've been playing the, um, the, (laughs) the Mario Lost Levels on the Switch Online. That's a lesser known, <laughs> right? Don't play a it. A lot of people. Nobody play it. <laughs> I mean, it is a lesser known, and play it only if you want to get extremely frustrated. Yeah, it's it's out to get you. Yes, that thing. It'll screw you over. Right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, there's our lesser known.
0: Have fun. With I mean, that. I forgot that existed. So that's that's a uh, pretty lesser known. Uh,
1: Brad Shoemaker plays plays it on break. They they make him play these games to just aggravate the crap out of them. Yeah, and he played. He plays that, and oh my god, it's just it's so funny. Like because they have a show called Breaking Bad. I mean Breaking Brad, and yeah. it's just him. Yeah, it's it's hilarious because he's just like, why would you do this? And it's, <laughs> and like he'll go down. Um, he, at one point he went down a pipe, a green pipe, and he came up on the other side, but it was bricked in, and it wouldn't let him go back the other way. Like, I don't know how it worked, but he like couldn't go back down, so like he just had to die. Like he had to just restart the get, the level, and it was. And they only let him use the spin points at um at the beginning of each world, so he has to go through the entire world with whatever lives he has left over. And it's he's been on world three for like a week and a half now. Yeah, it's just funny, but yeah. There we go. That's the lesson now We can park the bus. All right. Time to park
0: the bus. We've been we've been on the the line for a while now, but uh Jesus Christ. Thank you yeah. everyone for listening and supporting. Um, we appreciate anybody that does. Um, that's all we've got for this week. So make sure to like, subscribe, et cetera. Tell your friends and family. Everybody.
1: Um, everybody. No, just tell, yeah. just tell random strangers on the street too.
0: Yeah, let them know. Yeah. Um, so we will catch you guys next time.